Talk Recorded live. God bless you, Pastor. Hello? Hello. I'm just calling in on your call. Yes, this is Apostle Griffin. I think this is the pastor we met the other night, right? No, I'm just I just checked um oh, okay. talk shoe and I'm just calling in on the call. Amen. God bless you. We uh we're just about to start in a few moments. Okay. Thank God for Thank you. you. Mhm. We starting at eight o'clock. Okay, I, I'm a little early. And so am I. And uh, I was just, I had no idea you would be having something, but I just happened to check talk shoe and joining in. Amen. Thank you. God bless you, uh, Elder Shank. Are you, you're, are you on? Yes, sir. I'm here. God bless you. We'll wait a few minutes for some others to call in, and uh, we'll start our uh, roundtable discussion tonight. We pray that everybody had a great day. Yes. Amen. All right, Elder Shank, uh, we thank the Lord. Uh, we suppose that they'll start calling in. So would you be so kind to uh, begin with prayer? Yes, sir. Dear Lord, yes, we thank you. We praise you. We bless your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the opportunity to get together again at the round table that we may discuss things that are of concern to you, that we would be right in the center of your will and that we would be doing what it is that you would be blessed that we do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen, and thank God. So we uh, come together tonight. This is the Apostles' Roundtable. We give uh, our Lord Jesus Christ uh, praise and honor, and and we thank him for um, uh, just, you know, being who he is and uh, being our Savior and our keeper. We thank God, amen, for uh, this call tonight and those that are going to come on the call. As you know, for the past two um, sessions, the past two weeks, we've had Prophetess Paula Cole here in Cleveland to uh, um, teach on um, healing of the uh, the path of healing for a prophet, uh, for prophets, prophetesses, and ministers and uh, saints alike. <clears throat> Tonight, though, it's an open discussion, and I'm going to kind of uh, uh, start it out and uh, want to share some things about the prophetic school that's going to start uh, this Saturday, and uh, we're going to uh, be speaking uh, tonight about um, open heavens, spiritual alignment, you know, divine connections, how God puts uh, people and uh, together for his uh, intended purposes, uh, for his glory, and uh, the benefits uh, that we have in walking in alignment, walking in the path that God uh, has uh, designated for us to walk in. Uh, there's nothing uh, better than being in the will of God and uh, being obedient unto uh, his uh, guidance, this Holy Spirit's uh, uh, guidance. <clears throat> Again, though, I don't want to talk too quickly because uh, some have told me they're coming on, and I don't want to kind of have to go back uh, to discuss it. But uh, as you know, Elder Shank, uh, this uh, Saturday at 10 o'clock we're going to have the uh, – prophetic school that's going to be taught by uh, Prophetess uh, Patricia, and we're excited about uh, uh, the launch of that here in uh, the city of Cleveland. We thank the Lord, amen, uh, for those of you that are on the call right now. Um, So for the past couple of weeks, I've been 
preaching and teaching on uh, spiritual alignment, uh, divine connections, and the blessing of an open heaven uh, that's recorded in uh, Scripture, various places. We walk in the path of God. Uh, it is our desire to um, please Him in every way. Our desire to finish the work, the task, the assignment that He uh, gives us. And a lot of times He connects us with people um, uh, to do His work. Uh, there's a passage of Scripture that says, "What God hath put." What God have joined together, let not man put asunder. And, of course, usually that is reference to marriage, but it's also reference to anything that God puts together, anything that God joins together. And a lot of times God joins different people from different backgrounds, different cultures, different cities, uh, nations together to uh, do uh, a work in his behalf. Uh, for example, in the book of Acts, uh, the Bible says that there was a man named uh, Joseph, uh, who who they call Barnab- Barnabas, the son of consolation, and God uh, connected him with uh, Saul of Tarsus, uh, the apostle Paul, and uh, the, in Acts 13 and 1, uh, the Bible says, uh, the Spirit of the Lord said, separate unto me Barnabas and Saul for work that I have uh, for them to do. And so God connected them to do a work. He aligned them uh, together, connected them, and they did a great work, amen, for his behalf. Even to the point that in Acts 14 and 14, the Bible says uh, the apostles, Barnabas and uh, Paul, <clears throat> that God had uh, elevated, raised, uh, uh, Barnabas to uh, the uh, fivefold ministry status as an apostle. Uh, God joined them together, and this is what we're going to uh, try to stay on uh, to discuss tonight: um, the uh, divine alignments and uh, how God puts people uh, together. Um, is there anybody who wants to ask or say anything at, at, at this point? Because this is a round table, and the round table concept idea is King Arthur had a round table, and there was uh, King Arthur relegated himself to be equal to the knights, not above them, because they had all um, equal say at the round table. And so I'm trying to follow that path uh, tonight. Uh, this is Apostles Round Table where we interact and share and discuss and talk. God bless you, Prophet Bahati. Amen. We thank God for you. Amen. We're talking, amen, tonight about um, spiritual alignment, divine connections, and open heavens. Uh, and as you know, for the past couple of weeks, we've had Prophetess uh, Paula Cole to talk about the path of healing uh, for prophets. Um, I want to read a scripture in Deuteronomy 28 and 12. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll have some interactions and, and questions. Uh, in Deuteronomy 28, 28 and 12, it says, The Lord, um, and I need some light, The Lord shall open unto thee his good treasures, the whole heaven to give rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow, uh, and the Lord shall make thee the head and not the tail. Thou shalt be above only, and thou shalt not be beneath. So here in Deuteronomy 28, amen, the Lord was saying amen to the children of Israel um, that he desired for them to walk in an open heaven, uh, that everything that they did that God, that God would bless. And, of course, that meant that they had to be in spiritual alignment, meaning they had to be obedient unto him. Uh, they had to follow his voice. Amen. They had to do, amen, what he instructed them to do. And there was a blessing of an open heaven where God will pour out of heaven, amen, upon them. Now, there are some people that may be coming on tonight 
they said they would, and they're going to uh, share uh, some of the things that the Lord has done for them just this week. Um, uh, Elder Shank, you remember uh, this past Sunday uh, when I was speaking, uh, I said, amen, that people are going to start getting unexpected checks. Mm-hmm. And uh, somebody's going to get on the call, amen, a day, and they're going to talk about, amen, what God uh, did for them and some other things, amen, that the Lord, amen, has done for his people. So we're, we're discussing, amen, an open heaven. So if I can just uh, talk and ask a question to anybody to get some interaction, uh, Prophet Bahadi, uh, what's, what's your idea, concept of an open heaven? Oh, I'm sorry, Apostle. Uh, to me, open heaven is uh, where Jesus Christ, where God himself has uh, actually opened the windows of heaven, so to speak, spiritually, and that he gives us blessings and he gives us the things that we need. And so when you operate under open heaven, you're operating basically under blessings. Amen. And we understand that if there's an open heaven, there could be a closed heaven. Um, uh, a lot of times in the Old Testament, um, um, because of their disobedience, the people of God's disobedience, God would um, close heaven up, and there would be no rain. Um, um, uh, he would judge, amen, the land. There would be uh, famines and uh, pestilences and so on and so forth because of their uh, disobedience. But we're discussing tonight uh, in open heaven. Um, we... Um, uh, mentioned in the scripture uh, on Sunday that there were three places, and there's more than three, but there were three places that we discussed uh, where people experienced an open heaven because of uh, spiritual alignment, being spiritually aligned with leadership and with, amen, the will of God, with God. And uh, the first place I think that we... Um, uh, shared was concerning Jacob. The Bible says that Jacob uh, kind of landed at a place and laid his head upon a rock and he went to sleep. And the Bible says that the uh, he saw in a dream angels ascending and descending. And he saw, amen, above, amen, the Lord, amen, Jehovah speaking to him, uh, uh, repeating the covenant of Abraham and Isaac unto him and what he desired to do for him. And the Bible says, amen, in that uh, chapter, I think it's chapter uh, 28, the Bible says in Genesis, it says he had just uh, uh, left Beersheba, uh, which means, amen, uh, a place of great revelation, a greater understanding, a revelation of the will and the mind of God. So he had just uh, experienced a uh, place of spiritual growth and spiritual revelation in his understanding of who God is. And the Lord opened the windows of heaven for him. And he saw, amen, angelic activity. Uh, we shared Sunday that when a person uh, is walking in an open heaven, that there's angelic activity uh, that uh, they begin to uh, experience. We also uh, mention uh, that Elisha experienced an open heaven <clears throat> because there were fifty prophets of uh, uh, fifty prophets that stood afar off in Second Kings chapter two, and they kept telling uh, Elisha that your master is going to be taken away, Elijah. They stood afar off, and uh, Elijah, Elisha told them, you know, hold your peace. And he tr he stayed with the man of God. He was spiritually aligned with him. And the Bible says Elijah tried to uh, shake him, but he wouldn't. He wouldn't let go. He would. He kept following him. And Elijah asked him, well, what can I do for you? And he asked the man of God for a double portion. The man of God said, it's a hard thing that you've asked, but if you see, uh, in the translation is, if you see eye to eye, if you see what I see. And what he had to see was, amen, the chariot uh, of 
fire, amen, horses coming to pick him up. And it was going to be uh, in, in an instant. And the Bible says, amen, that they came and snatched Elijah out of this earth, took him to heaven, and Elisha saw it. The 50 prophets that stood afar off did not see it. And so Elisha experienced an open heaven where he saw, amen, um, uh, angelic visitation. He saw, amen, the move of God. And then, of course, amen, the primary place in the Bible that speaks about an open heaven is there in, um, uh, for example, I think Matthew 3.17 uh, concerning uh, Jesus at Jordan uh, when uh, John the Baptist uh, was going to baptize him. And the Bible says they looked and saw the Spirit coming as a dove descending upon him. Uh, the heavens opened. And uh, what I shared, what I said, and I'll say it tonight, that at that time when the heavens opened, the Father, God the Father said, this is my beloved Son in whom I'm well pleased. And it was from that point on that Jesus began his ministry. Uh, he, Jesus walked in an open heaven uh, for three and a half years. Uh, he, had, he, had, uh, he had access to uh, the Father. He had access to heaven. And it also uh, indicates something else um, that we've been talking about. We've been talking about spiritual fathers, spiritual alignment, uh, and that is that Jesus uh, is a primary example of being aligned to a, a spiritual father. Of course, his father was God, and uh, his ministry didn't start until uh, the father acknowledged him and released him uh, in ministry. Uh, so, uh, again, we're talking about uh, open heavens. Anybody have anything they want to share or say? Prophet Bahadi, Elder Shank, I don't want to talk all night. Okay. <laughs> well, the uh, open heaven that uh, Elisha was under was also a double uh, portion of the spirit that uh, spirit of Elijah, and therefore he was he was doubly blessed, yes. as well as being in an open heaven. Yes, yes, and uh, it was, I shared the other day that a lot of times our ministries are operating in uh, what's called single portions of anointing. And there's a place where uh, God will uh, extend to you a double portion of uh, his anointing. Now, theologically, saints, a lot of people say that the only person that ever experienced a double portion was Elisha. And I shared the other day uh, in ministry on Sunday that uh, in the New Testament it's also recognized. <clears throat> the Bible says that Jesus mentioned, uh, and I'm paraphrasing, you see the works I do, but you shall do greater works than these. When it's referring to greater works than these, he's talking about a, another level, a double portion, amen, uh, of, of, of ministry. And people can walk in <clears throat> this uh, realm. People can walk in this realm. And we know that uh, people like uh, the Apostle Peter, uh, I think in Acts 4, the Bible says when people were sick and when people were demon-possessed and they knew Peter was walking down the street, amen, they, all they thought of is if we can just put the person in the shadow, uh, Peter's shadow, uh, that they would be healed. And that's what happened. Peter didn't have to lay hands on them didn't have to con come in contact with them, but um, they uh, experienced uh, the uh, anointing of God uh, by being in his shadow. Uh, so there's a level, there's more spiritually that God wants us uh, to walk in. Uh, anyone else? Amen. God bless you, Pastor Toby. Praise the Lord. Uh, we're talking about, amen, tonight, uh, open heavens spiritual alignment, uh, divine connections. 
anybody have anything they want to ask or share or say? Even somebody has some background noise. Hello, God bless you. Prophet Bahadi, have anything to share? Uh, not right now, Apostle. I'm just kind of listening. I'm just kind of getting in from school. I'm trying to settle in just a little okay. bit. Okay. We thank the Lord, amen, for the woman of God here from Georgia. We thank God for you. Um, and I know you've been listening. Uh, do you have any comments or anything you want to say or ask or share? No, you excuse me. You pretty much hit on it because um, I was just writing, putting some notes down, and I was looking at the uh, Matthew uh, three and sixteen. You were talking about that, and that's where I was about the open heaven. That it seems to be spiritual uh, manifestations. Uh, uh, I would say dreams and maybe visions. Yes, exactly. There's that. There is that uh, also. As a matter of fact, and I don't want to cut you off, in Acts chapter, um, there's so many places in the scripture that talks about um, uh, realizing and realizing an open heaven. Even in Acts chapter 10 concerning Peter, uh, the scripture uh, says um, that in verse 9, he says, on the... Uh, Moral, as they went on their journey and drew nigh into the city, Peter went up upon the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. I don't have my glasses. And he became very hungry and would have eaten. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven open uh, and a certain vessel descending unto him as it had been a great sheet knit at the four corners and let down to the earth. So Peter here is experiencing uh, an open heaven in a trance, as you said, a trance, a type of uh, uh, of uh, vision. And uh, he has uh, this divine uh, uh, spiritual activity. And this is the place that uh, we want to um, uh, walk in. Um, uh, let me, let me, let me share something that happened uh, today, and I don't know if they're going to come on the call, so I'll just uh, I'll just share this. So there's a woman of God in our ministry. On Sunday, I um, was declaring some things, decreeing some things that there were going to be, um, you know, jobs and uh, unexpected checks that people were going to receive. And I, about six o'clock, I left the house and went up to the mall to go buy some Chinese food. And I got up there and realized I didn't have uh, my wallet. I was uh, in communication with a woman of God uh, by cell phone, and I just blurted out, oh, I went to come to the mall here and forgot my wallet. Well, they said that they want to, you know, they were headed up there and just wait. So, you know, it's, it's one of my spiritual daughters, and she came up there and put something in my hand to uh, get something to eat. And... On my way home, by the time I got home, she called me back and said she went home, and and lo and behold, in the mailbox, the Cleveland Clinic had sent her a check that she did not expect, and she declared, amen, that, you know, she's walking in that open heaven, and, you know, look how fast, amen, God moved just in sowing. Another woman of God, Elder Shank, in our ministry uh, today, you recall a couple of, uh, about six weeks ago, I prophesied to a woman of God uh, that she was going to get this particular job. She was asking God for this particular job, and the, the Spirit of the Lord said she was going to get it, and I went and laid hands on her and told her that, and the following week she came back and said that she did not get the job. But today, she said that very God, that very job, amen, that we were discussing, they offered it to her. And she said, mm. thank God, amen, for uh, uh, operating, walking in an open heaven, because that's all we've been talking about is an open heaven. And mm -hmm. so I uh, texted her and said, well, it was delayed, but it wasn't denied. 
<coughs> excuse me. So um, now, I don't want I don't want this discussion, and I hope we discuss. And I don't want to do all the talking. I don't want this discuss discussion to sound like, you know, uh, we're sounding very spiritually selfish, and we're looking at what God is doing for us, which is like a one way street. But to walk in an open heaven means that you've come into agreement with what God has been asking, desiring for you to do. Uh, if he's been giving you instructions, you've, you've been saying yes. Uh, one of the things we understand about uh, obedience and disobedience, that delayed obedience is not obedience at all, it's disobedience. Obedience is, is uh, quick. It's without hesitation. And a lot of times, you know, people um, say, well, okay, I'll, I'll do it. But, you know, that's after, you know, there's been a time of uh, doubt and time of delay. You know, the Lord expects, he wants us to walk in uh, immediate, immediate obedience. When he asks us to do something, he wants our yes. He doesn't want, you know, the delay. Uh, and so uh, I'm sharing this about the open heavens because uh, of spiritual spiritual alignment. Uh, if you looked in uh, Psalm 133, it talks about how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. And then he talks about how it is like, you know, the uh, oil, the anointing oil that flows from Aaron's head to his beard to the skirts of his garment. And what it's talking about, in one sense, is how God, amen, will release his blessing, his anointing, amen, on people that dwell together in unity. Unity brings about an open heaven. Uh, dwelling together in peace brings about an open heaven. And so um, uh, that's what we're kind of trying to share uh, here tonight and uh, I've been waiting for the uh, prophets to come on concerning the prophetic school so we can uh, kind of uh, give some announcements about that. But anybody have anything else they want to share or say or comment about? Praise the Lord, Apostle. Can you hear yes. me? Yes, I can. Uh, good evening, everyone. Um, calling you from um, Pilot Mountain, North Carolina. Uh you know, it's funny, we were just, you know, revving up or talking around that area of conversation, my wife and I, you know, it was such a peace in the house, and I told us that there was nothing like being in a home where peace is abounding, and that peace that surpasses all understanding. There's more, there's yet more to come. Um, when you mentioned just a minute ago about... Um, it being uh, what God is doing for us, it's bigger than that. It is. It is bigger than that. It. 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 it, it it's a telltale that it's bigger than that. We are looking for the Shekinah glory to come down from our worship, from our worship to God, and it's necessary. You know, the worship were, were entitled will predetermine what God is going to do, more or less. Give us a, an extra boost in the area of the spirit. Now, you said talking about an open heaven. My God, if this is what's going on right at this moment, however, how is it that we will be able to determine things or see things? Because it's going to shock some of us. Some of us are going to be shocked beyond measure. And I'm praying for them right now, as well as myself. I've always said that I don't want God to open the the the, the uh, waters again, uh, bring on the heaven, the rains and the, the earthquakes and the tornadoes. And where I am, for me to believe, I feel like He's planted us in certain locations for times such as this to be like centuries. If I'm using the word right, the word century is like a, a over over a God over everything, watching everything, 
seeing to it that the people have need, that their needs are met, explaining away what God is trying to say in these last and evil days. That's always been a talk and a conversation, but nevertheless, it's starting to come. It's nearer than it's ever been, so that we see an evidence. I mean, no doubt about the, the, the ladies being... Um, Kind and then going home and the blessing was there waiting for her as a result of. And it wasn't happen chance that you forgot your your wallet or whatever it was you needed to get because God has all prepared for you. So I, I, I'm just, you know, elated. I'm, I'm happy because I'm in this time and I'm experiencing these joys. And I told my wife earlier today in the car, you know, in regard to someone else that we were talking about, and I said, honey, you know, you have no idea of the level that God has put you on. And when you go to another person with what you have to say, you have to kind of like be, you know, don't don't be so direct and so forceful because you can blow them away. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I, I, I'm just thankful that you're even in that area of subject because we surely were talking about the peace that God brings, and it's not the peace of this world. It's an inner peace that just permeates out of you and touches each other, and everybody seems to be talking more and, and, and wanting to be around each other more. Thank God for Jesus. Thank God for the cross. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else? Anyone else? We're talking about uh, uh, open heavens. You know, I'm not going to go uh, into this uh, much more, but one of the things that we've been adding uh, to uh, the ministry and teaching and preaching about was the order of father and son, the, the order of father and son, which is mentioned in Malachi 4 and 6, the last message of the Old Testament was that Jehovah's, Jehovah God said, you know, God of the Old Testament said, I'm going to send Elijah, spirit of Elijah, to turn the uh, hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers, lest I smite the earth with a curse. Mm. And uh, we were we've been discussing and talking about this order of the spirit, and we understand that our Father, our Father is God, of course, but there's an order of the spirit concerning ministry called the Father and Son order, and we discussed Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the patriarchal fathers. We discussed Elijah as a father, Paul's a father. Uh, Moses as a father, etc. And we saw, amen, how when they had uh, uh, the connection with the Father, how God opened up the windows of heaven for them, opened up heavens, and how they were blessed, how they received double portions, how, amen, uh, God blesses people that are in alignment with leadership. And um, so... um, that's what we've been trying to share, amen, for the couple of uh, 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 past two or three weeks. And I'm kind of finished talking. If anybody wants to ask questions or uh, uh, about anything that they didn't understand or maybe I said something that was not clear or you want to comment about something, please uh, do so right now. Pastor Toby, prophetess, Elder Shea. Mm-hmm. Woman of God in Georgia, anybody have anything they want to say? If not, I have one question for you, and this has nothing to do with what I've been talking about. (laughs) Are you all aware that Lifetime Network is going to have a new series, TV series, starting June 5th called Preachers? Has anybody heard about that? No. 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 Yes, there's, there's, no. Four, there's four women of God in the state of Ohio, two of them in Cleveland. Uh, if you, you go on the Internet and see this, and it's going to be a kind of like Preachers of Detroit, 
preachers of L.A. Oh, they're going to have four prophecies, and uh, they're going to talk about their prophetic ministry and whatever. So I just want to ask a question while we're on the call. What's your feeling, because I'm really changing now, what is your feeling about, um, specifically it seems like in the black church, that Hollywood is reaching out to get preachers to come on national TV and reality shows. And they're showing, you know, on TV some of the things that we would never say or do in the pulpit because it's behind closed doors. It's, it's in the privacy of their life. And, of course, they're paying them a lot of money. What do you, what do you feel about – what do you think about that? Well, well Pastor, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I saw the previews um, on my computer the other night, and I was looking at it. I think I, I may have seen it on TV, if I'm not mistaken. So, I, you know, since I have not really seen any of the episodes yet, I really – It hasn't started yet. It hasn't started yet, but just from what I saw, you know, some of the things I saw, and as far as you, I think, uh, no, it, it's a good thing and it's a bad thing uh, because it does it does open uh, the the world up to let people see inside our world of what, how we really live that we're human beings and we are, we uh, um, we do make mistakes, but at the end of the day, our heart is really in the right place, and those that we're trying to serve the Lord, and everybody is different, and they serve Him in a different way, uh, and I think that sometimes. Hollywood. I don't know if it's if it's God inspired or if it's just you know like the Bible says the level money is the root of all evil. If it's the money that's that's propelling it and driving it, and that may be so. But I think it's a good thing in the sense that it it does let people see you as an individual, you know, and the good, the bad, the ugly, and you see all of that because sometimes I think they forget that cameras are rolling and they just get into themselves and they act the way they really are. So. It could be a good thing, uh, but also it could be a thing. I think it could also be where Hollywood is really trying to um, make a mockery of, of Christianity. And then sometimes they get on, and I don't know if it's script or not. It's sometimes it seems that it may be if they're allowed to just live as they as they live every day. I really don't know because I'm not behind the scenes and I don't see any of that. But I think it's a good thing because out of all of it, someone may receive the gospel, someone that have never heard it before, watch it, and they may receive the gospel through that. And so God uses all, you know, he uses everything in order to get the, get the gospel out. And if it's a tool to get the gospel out for someone to get the gospel, then I say go for it. Amen. Anyone well, else? Amen. Uh, you know, it's, 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 it's funny. For years we've been listening to just the opposite. It's never been, you know. I mean, I'm I'm grateful that it, it, uh, people have a t- opportunity to uh, make some to make some money. If that is the case overall, but nevertheless, they are able to they give the opportunity to to, to, to let out to the world and the, and, the, and the people at large what's going on. And people look, we can, we can't expect. Well, let's that, go like this. The Bible says, them that worship God will worship him in spirit and in truth. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. So we're going to get the faithless wonders. <laughs> They're going to be commenting. There's just like after a presidential speech, he gets up there, he speaks his heart out about poor people and how he suggested this will work and this will work. And then you get those uh, commentators and they just tear them all up. We're going to expect that, expect it. Just like the preachers of L.A., they kind of calmed down. When they initially came on the first apostle, they, they was, I mean, they was creating all kind of commentary and and people's outlooks and things. But now it's done calmed down. They got the preacher's daughter, ask the preachers. You know, we're getting that opportunity to, to come out and, 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 and speak what thus said the Lord. So, you know, when the spirit of, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. So, hey, I'll I, I look at it from that angle. I won't, I won't test the water whether I, the show is a bust or not. They have, they have the reins on that anyway. But it's what it will do in the minds of the people if they get a hold of the information and get a hold of, of this word given to them correctly, 
There will be no 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 problem. You want to say something? Yeah. Praise the Lord. I I got a different opinion, Apostle, about yes. um about it all. I um I trusted people one time in my life, um, thinking that they would do the right thing, and that was when I was arrested. And I expected the district attorney to really hear me and, you know, base the, the the evidence and the case and everything on the truth. And all they were interested in doing was trying to twist my words and uh, take my statement, you know, all organized in the way they wanted it to be so that they could make their case against me. And they did a good job. When you put your hands in the hands of Hollywood and you become susceptible and um, I don't want to say victim. I shouldn't say victim just right off the bat. But you, in other words, you put yourself in their hands and um, they will do whatever editorial, um, you know, reconfiguring that they decide to do. I don't know if the gospel is really going to come out. I don't know if anybody that's going to watch is really going to watch it to hear the gospel. I, I you know, that's, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not saying that you can't, but, you know, I don't, I don't know of anybody that's heard the gospel under those kinds of situations and that type of show and, and really felt led by the spirit of the Lord because it's, it's it's that's not the design of the show. The design of the show is to be entertainment, and um, and it, it's it's not about ministering the word. And so I I don't know. And then you know it, it's it's a sad. Uh, my husband just said you know about the money aspect of it all, but it's it's sad that we are so um we're so um, how can I put it carnal? No carnal. That you know, we we've taken God out of the picture. We don't realize that He's able to do exceedingly and abundantly above. We don't have to rely on some gimmick to make money. You know, it's no. I mean, it's like selling your soul to Hollywood. It's no different than between that and having fish dinners on Friday night. I, you know, I'm looking for the Lord to do it. And if God can't do it, then God just ain't God. And and, and then I don't want it then. And I, I need to do something else because I just, mm-mm, nah. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't feeling it. I ain't feeling it at all. I didn't even know because I'm not a Lifetime watcher. I, I stopped watching Lifetime because, you know, they have a lot of women's shows and, uh, they're good shows, but they're they when you really look at the show and you really go for whatever meaning is behind it, it's it's never anything that's worthy of God. It's it's always either feminist, overly feminist, or it's 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 you know just something that's not going to promote you know um, a good. Not I shouldn't say all the time. There've been some. There have been some other shows on Lifetime that they've had on there, but. Overall, I usually don't watch Lifetime, so okay. I didn't even know the show was on. <laughs> All right, it's starting June 5th, and they only have clips on it. Really? Uh, Prophet, um, Patricia, you want to comment? I do, and, and I know I jumped in um, um, while uh, they were speaking, but I, I know the topic that you're talking about. And I, I, my comment is that um, I, I feel like with these reality shows, Preachers of L.A. and different I, I think that there are the enemy's attempt to, um, to discredit the body of Christ, you know, and to, to almost make mockery of the body of Christ. And, and it seems like it's coming at a time that's synonymous with the restoration. So it's almost like a counter to what God is really doing in the spirit. So he's restoring some things to the body, and he's making his body more effective in this hour. And then you have the enemy's attempt to try to discredit what he's doing. Um, you know, um, because some people will look, I'm, I'm not saying that everyone on the reality show will, you know, act the fool and discredit and, and bring disgrace to, um, to, to the body, but it's, it's his attempt to do so. When the cameras are rolling and money is involved and, you know, and, and they're told, um, what some of them are told, you know, well, this is what we need for ratings. So I, I feel like it's the enemy's attempt to discredit the body while God is releasing a, a wave of restoration. 
it's a counter. Amen. Saints, and it's very interesting, uh, and Prophet Patricia, we were talking about open heavens uh, a few minutes ago, then I switched over to what we're discussing now, but it's interesting that uh, two of those people that are on this uh, in this reality show are here in Cleveland, and one of them was just at our ministry, uh, was it last month, uh, preaching at my uh, anniversary? Yes. At Prophet's Cruise, and... Uh, the Spirit of the Lord told me that she, uh, she was going to be in Hollywood doing, you know, doing something. Uh, and uh, now we found out, Amen, uh, what it is. And uh, you know, I, I tend to believe everything that you all are saying. Although I'm also wondering, is, is it also possible that maybe amongst all of them that are in Hollywood doing this reality stuff? that maybe God may have a servant or two there to bring the gospel to Hollywood, too. I, I don't know. Amen. Amen. I'm wondering. That could be an opportunity. Uh, God. Go ahead. Prophets, what? Amen. Amen. Uh, this is Sister Shara in Atlanta. Yeah. I just, to, to your question, um, I just got other questions, like do they represent the kingdom of God? Right. Uh, because they are called preachers, does that mean that God sent them? Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I'm agreeing with your questions. I mean, I'm wondering that too. And I, I further think that, you know, it's an opportunity. They're given an opportunity to present. I, I can't hear you, Prophetess. I can't hear you. I, I'm sorry. I said they're given the opportunity to present to the world a pure Christ. It's up right. to them. They have, they have this arena now. Right. So it's up to them how they will present him. Right. Yeah. And, 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 and you, know, ahead, woman, you know, ahead, woman, men, no. we can have plans, but only God knows the motives. It's their, right. what's mm-hmm. in their heart. We don't know what their motives are. Uh, that's the only way you can really weigh that's right. out what's going on is their motives behind it. Amen. Uh, so true. Go ahead. Continue. Uh, Apostle, I would like to say, uh, even just like with the um, the ministers of L.A., at first I, I was really, um, I didn't want to watch it. But then when I, I did, I, I recorded it, and then later on I did sit back one night and I really watched the whole all of the episodes. Um, some of the things that they were doing, as, as you say, and they were like really wilding out when they first started. But in the end, there to me, I felt at the end it really showed that even though Hollywood may have tried to make it to be one way, but because the way it, the, the, the ending happened, to me it was like God had just kind of taken that situation, just totally turned it around because they, in the end, they all came together. You know, they had this big conference and lives were saved. People did, you know, come to Christ, you know, and it, and it was able to be televised. And so the purpose was really achieved in the end getting to that purpose there was a lot of mess going on in the midst of all that but in the end it was really achieved and i believe this is the same thing irregardless of because you no know, they show a segment with the uh, uh with the women uh they show a segment where one of the prophets is, is getting her breast and bumping up against a man well we right. don't really know what happened prior to that segment we don't really know what the whole we haven't seen the whole segment of it so for us to look and see that someone be saying wow you know that's really crazy but we don't really know what happened prior to that scene being cut. We don't know what happened was happening uh, after the scene was cut. So I believe that God is going to take this and show because we've seen how the men have acted. Now we're going to see how God, how he operates in a prophet's life or prophet's life. And I believe it's going to come, some good is going to come out of it. Even though, like you say, when, what Satan meant for evil, God will turn it around and for our good. And I do believe that some good is going to come out of it. Amen. All right. Um, and again, I just want to kind of sum this part up. So I can finish with what we started talking about with an open heaven in the next 10 minutes. And uh, <clears throat> what we said was that Prophet Kelly Cruz on that show, this is going to be on that show, was at our ministry preaching one night. And she had not shared uh, what was happening with her. And, you know, I kind of sensed her that she was going to be in Hollywood and that she's supposed to... She, this is what the woman of God said in Georgia, and I know what Prophet Patricia said too. It's right; the enemy's trying to take take this thing and mess it up. But they have the ability, as you all have said, 
to go there and present a pure Christ, a pure gospel. They have that ability. And we pray that they um we pray that they will. Uh so let me get back to and finish with what we were talking about at the beginning. We were talking about spiritual alignment, connections, spiritual fathers, we were talking about open heavens, uh divine connections and whatever. And uh you know, some other people have come on the call and uh those of you from here from Cleveland, I, I guess I really don't have to say this over again because you've been hearing it. Does anybody want to have anything that they want to share about this uh, comment or anything or questions? We're talking about the open heavens and uh, divine connections and spiritual alignment, etc. Anybody want to share? Um, I I found another passage in Acts chapter 10 with Peter uh, uh, going to sleep, having a trance, and the Bible says heaven opened for him. We know in the book of Revelations, the Apostle John, the heavens opened for him, and that's how he wrote uh, the you know the you know the book of Revelations, the revelation of Jesus Christ. Uh, but the Lord Amen wants us to walk in uh, to experience an open heaven, and now he, he God God loves us so much, He wants us to be blessed. But, of course, he wants, desires us to walk in agreement with him. How can two walk together except they agree? Uh, uh, we experience the benefits, spiritual benefits, from being obedient. Because God loves us so much, he wants to pour his love out upon us. Anybody have anything they want to share or say? Wow, Pastor, that that that, that was a... Well-placed word. <laughs> What's that? No, the last thing you said when you mentioned I, I don't even remember what the last thing I said. What did I say? <laughs> well, let me try to repeat it. Uh, when you said, um, let's two walk together, <laughs> how can two walk together unless they agree? So when uh, our, just our people of, 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 the, of the living God, of the ministers of Christ, apostles and so on that are going to be on this show. There's agreement somewhere. And oh, I you're back on that show again, huh? <laughs> I mean, it's, well, it rounded me out here. <laughs> well, I, I'll get off of that. We'll leave that alone because it hasn't happened yet and we don't know what what tomorrow holds. Amen. So let me step in, step in, step out of the heavens and, into the, <laughs> and come forth. But um, I'm grateful. I just got to say that I'm grateful that the, uh, the experience I just went through. Can you hear me? You're, I know you're on a speakerphone. It's, it's, you're in a distance, but oh, I can wait. hear you. I can hear you. Yeah. I'll get up. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, what I've experienced uh, since coming to North Carolina uh, not to say that this wasn't uh, re- going to happen elsewhere, but it happened here. When I got to North Carolina, my health went. Phew! I mean, I mean, it went every way, but the way I was thinking it would go. My legs give out on me. I'm, I'm told I possibly have arthritis in my knees. I can understand that. I played a lot of sports on concrete, ran, and you know, a lot of sports. Never got hurt though. But um, here's the prerequisite for that. And um, just my health issues alone and how God has taken it, me from there gave me a, almost a clean bill of health at the doctor the last visit I had. They, they couldn't find anything wrong, <laughs> they were saying. And I said, look at God. Boy, I tell you, when you hold out and wait on God, he will, he will deliver for sure. I'm just thankful for that. Thankful for prayers and everything, but... The open heaven. I'm trying to align this with that, and I think this is going to work. I think it's going to work. That, you know, what what God has done in my life, he's made me proven. He's proven me in one area. And the area of faith was the area he proved me in. And I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that uh, I was able, I'm able to see that now. Now when I go forth, 
I'm a little pensive about how I present what I say because everybody's not there. You, you can't have this conversation we're having right now with just anybody. You know, it's, 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 the plight is worse than being offended. They just plain ain't going to understand you. You know, I'm so I'm grateful. We are grateful here in North Carolina. And thank you for all the instruction that we received because it worked. Amen. I must say that it came out just as you said. I didn't, you know, first when it was told us, so, you know, there was always the hmm. They hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the waiting process, my God. So. Amen. 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 So we want to announce, um, before we get off the call, thank you, Pastor Toby. We yes. want to announce um, that EMFI is going to be starting a uh, prophetic school. This Saturday at ten o'clock, and um, we we have somebody that's very uh, capable and annoying, and God has blessed her. Uh, she's going to be running that school, and that's Prophet Patricia Woodruff. She's on the call right now. You've heard her, and she's so we're going to have a, a, a two sessions on Saturday, and uh, eventually down the uh, down the street, down the road, where we are desiring to do is also maybe put it on a podcast, put it on uh, put it on view so it can be uh, on YouTube or whatever and people can uh, also get the instruction from distance. In addition to that, you know, Prophet Patricia is going to start the prophetic school Saturday. In addition to that, and uh, 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 Minister Shaw is only uh, uh, logged in. Uh, Doctor Shaw rather is only logged in. She's not on the call, and I wish she was on the call so she could say something right now. Uh, we're going to be starting a um, Bible college. Uh, a, we're going to become a division of Isaiah Bible College and Seminary out of Orlando, Florida. And uh, this call, what we call the Apostles Roundtable, the prophetic uh, school uh, scenario sessions. Uh, will be for those that enroll in the college, uh, an accredited uh, college with the state of Florida, uh, they will get credit for just coming on this call for an hour and or the prophetic school uh, on Saturday and or our Wednesday night Bible training and session. So we're thankful and excited about, you know, what God is doing. And I don't know, uh, um, uh, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but, but Prophet Wood, if you have anything you want to share, or Dr. Maddie, do you have anything you want to share or say before we get off the call? Can I mention something before you go? Sure you can. Is that okay? Yes. Okay. Uh, Prophet, this uh, talks you uh, device. It's very clear. It's very clear. I mean, there's no um, static in the in the lines, or no more than you know, shutting you know, uh, muting the sound in the background. Um, the, the, just the, for the people who are far away, like myself, I mean, it would not be possible for me to get up there at, at any point and be a part of, you know, continually. Unless I'm hearing information on a, a continued basis, so why not? If you haven't already thought about this, I, I'm, I'm praying that you did. You know, airing it through talk show. Well, yes, uh, that's what we were sharing, uh, Pastor. We either do video or maybe, um, like you say, maybe audio. Okay. Uh, uh, yes, we want to record it at some time in the future. And so we're just starting uh, uh, this Saturday, and you're right. We want people to be uh, benefit benefit with it from uh, a distance. Uh, thank you, thank you for that input, and uh, you're you're right on point. Okay, amen. Uh, Professor Dr. Shaw, anybody? anybody yes, sir. Praise the Lord. I've been listening on the computer. Lord, uh, tell them and- who you are. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Dr. Maddie Shaw. 
and uh, with EMFI. And I heard the apostle telling you about our school in which we are developing, and it should be coming up shortly. But we're excited about the prophetic school uh, that's about to start next week on Saturday. Uh, This week? week Yeah, this is the week. It's two days from now, isn't that right? I'm telling you. Um, With uh, Prophetess Patricia. So we're, like, really focusing on that right now. But uh, we have begun to pull together uh, administratively all the details that we need to have. And uh, we'll be off and running very shortly with the um, EMFI uh, uh, Bible College. And uh, we're definitely going to be looking for blessings from God in this delivery to the people. I'm sure it's going to be a great benefit for everyone. So please keep your eyes and ears open. Amen. More to come. Amen. Thank you. Anyone else? Anyone else? Amen. Anybody have any testimonies? Anything they want to share? Anything they want to say before we close? And we all appreciate it, man. Everybody's been on the call tonight. We thank God for the woman of God that we don't know from uh, Georgia. Uh, yes. God bless you, woman of God. Thank you so much. I I really have enjoyed this, and it's just been so um, inspirational and so encouraging and edifying to me. Amen. We're so glad about that. Praise the Lord. Um, greetings to everybody. <clears throat> you know we love you. I uh, want to give you a quick just praise report. Um, my husband and I were still on the high um, at just what God is doing in the ministry. It, it isn't about the numbers, but truly he is He is blessing, yeah. and um, he's just yeah. just doing wonderful things. We, um, we had a, a weekend uh, on the, April 17th to the 19th. We originally were going to call it a conference, but it was more like a crusade. And we just had um, men of God and women of God come and, and, and bring the word for that weekend. And we didn't have the large crowds, but we definitely had the power of the Spirit of the Lord there, and, and it was a blessing. And so one of the gentlemen that came and um, spoke on the Friday night that we had this, I, I'm calling it a crusade weekend because it was really to to see souls saved, lives changed. Um, anyway, he um, is a teacher at a vintage Bible college, which is out here in, in Winston-Salem, a little small college, Christian college, um, and he wanted to start uh, something called an accountability group. Um, and I, I was, I was, you know, he and and I, I, you know, I, I figured when God makes you a pastor, you're supposed to, really not be so quick to just run and jump on any and everything. Um, But my husband was alongside me, and he says, Deb, I feel good about this. But anyway, we started it last night, and it was wonderful. Um, We had 100% attendance, (laughs) but we only have two two members that are are faithful with us, and they they always support us. And so um, they came out, and it was a blessing. It was the start of something. Um, We're going to be continuing with... um, uh, a series on salvation. I, I just want to go to basics, and so we're going to start that on Saturdays. And um, and God's just blessing. He's he's um, he's blessing the ministry, and, um, and we're grateful. So everything is well. Just giving a praise report. Amen. Thank the Lord. Amen. We're glad. Amen. To hear the blessings of God upon His people. Uh, anyone else? Anyone else? Amen. Thank God for the round table tonight. Pastor Patricia, have any last comments you want to say? I was just excited about what the Lord is doing in the ministry. Amen, amen. Uh, we're looking for a great turnout uh, this uh, Saturday. And um, um, keep your ears open and your eyes open, amen, for us to uh, uh, let you know when we can uh, send. Uh, uh, there will be a way to see or hear um, the ministry in the future. Uh, it is a school, and uh, there's a small fee uh, because there's um, we're serving lunch here. Of course, from a distance, there's no lunch, but there's a packet being given away and, and so on and so forth. So we thank God for the resource. We thank God for the woman of God and what God's going to pour out of uh, her. Amen. We appreciate you. Amen. If no one else has anything else they want to say, 
Remember, uh, this Friday, this Saturday evening at 8 o'clock, we have the MFI prayer call. Uh, thank the Lord, amen, uh, for each and every one of you. Let's pray for each other. Um, going to ask uh, Prophet Bahadi, amen, we thank, thank God for your, your faithfulness, and um, we're going to ask, amen, would you close out the uh, roundtable tonight? Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for all that you have done for us this week. We thank you for all that you're going to do for us, and we really thank you, God, for the blessings that you have restored upon us. And as we said in tonight, our open heaven, we thank you for opening up the doors of heaven yes. and for pouring out a blessing upon all of us. We thank you that the EMF, I have the opportunity, Father God, to go forth in the schooling, and we ask that you bless it, that you put your hands on it, Father, that you increase them and that you increase their territory and that you give them a hundredfold, Father God, for their efforts, and we just ask that you continue to, God, to keep your hands on those that are sick in their bodies, that you continue to heal them. And, God, we just thank you uh, as we go on our way, God. We thank you for all that you've done for us. And we ask that you let your grace continue to be with us, Father God, mercy and grace. And now may the grace of God and your sweet communion of your Holy Spirit, Father God, may it rest rooted in the body and continue to rest rooted in the body in each and every one of us. And may we all say amen. 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 So, Saints, before you before you get off, remember July twenty fourth, twenty fifth, and twenty sixth, we'll be having some information uh, coming to you after uh, we start the school Saturday um, here in Cleveland at EMFI conference. God bless you. Good night. Appreciate you. Thank God for you. Praise the Lord, Apostle. Just want to let everybody know, too, um, I got that teaching job. I went on an interview in February, and praise the Lord, I do start. Teaching in the fall, so God is good. Uh, it took a long time, it seems, but God was just getting me to the right place, right time. Amen. Amen. Thank God. Amen. God bless you. God bless. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night.